With us today is Lisa Headley, Ayurvedic practitioner, founder of the Mayflower Spa. This is Lisa Headley's strategies for dealing with stress. Lisa can be found at lahlife.com. A little birdie told me that a good strategy is lemons. Hi, Lisa. Lemons. We're on to lemons today. Well, that's I'm, good. I'm feeling very yellow, optimistic. Spring is coming. Things are melting, blooming, you name it. And I, I, I was sort of thinking about, okay, because people frequently ask me, if I had to be, you know, that old, if you're on the desert island and you had to take one sort of cure-all thing with you, what would you take? It'd be a lemon. It would be a lemon. It would totally be a lemon, which I think is always funny because the expression, you know, if life gives you lemons, make lemonade. So the very thing that people are like, oh, it gives you this sour thing. And what do you do? Well, lemons are this amazing, amazing fruit. Now, many people know a lot of these things about lemons, but people have misconceptions about lemons. So, you know, people say to me, oh, I can't, I can't do that lemon thing first thing in the morning because it's, it's too acidic. Well, the fact of the matter about lemons, and this just people have to get it through their head before we proceed with the conversation, is that lemons are, they, they become alkaline in your system. So they're in fact alkalinizing as opposed to acidifying. And we mean that in the sense of free radicals and antioxidant land. We mean it in the sense of not creating, maybe people have heard this, that an, a highly acidic environment in the body is fertile territory for cancers to grow, among other things. So, you know, we all, I think we all, I certainly do, have this sort of vague, I guess you'd call it fear. I, I hate to have any fear, but a vague fear in the back of my head that any day now I could grow a cancer somewhere because we all sadly, I think, have friends who were fine one day and stricken the next and you go, whoa. They didn't look sick. So I think that there's a little bit of that kind of just sort of low-grade anxiety in the back of many people's heads about that potential. And lemon is such an easy way to start this process of making sure that the body is not overly acidic. And just a little aside, nutritionally speaking, what makes the body acidic? Red meats make the body acidic lots of processed foods and the things that we know we shouldn't eat make the body acidic. It doesn't mean we should all be vegetarians. I don't believe we should. It simply means make sure everything in moderation and that you're balancing out what you're eating with fresh fruits and vegetables and things that are not going to be acidifying to the system. So whew, let's just digest that for a minute and just reiterate and kind of understand that. So Lemons are, in fact, not going to turn your body into an acidic cesspool. It's just not, that's not the way it works. When you consume the lemon, it immediately turns into an alkalinizing factor in the body. So the one really major caution about lemons is that if you drink lemon juice, which is one of the recommendations, it's, it, it is difficult for the enamel on your teeth. So you don't want, like, you know, like my kid is always trying to eat lemons and lemon rind. And I always say, ah, quick, rinse your mouth. Because that acid, because it is an acid, sitting on your teeth is very, um, it'll break down the enamel. And it will do that, and you do not want that. So anytime you're dealing with raw, pure lemon that makes your mouth pucker, you must know that you should swish around some water and cleanse the teeth so that you don't damage the enamel. 
but as far as internal organs, it, the news is all good. So, um, you know, here we go. So there's, and also think of it this way, the fruit is its pulp, it's the juice, it's the rind, and it's the zest. We use them all in cooking and in all these kind of curative things. So n number one, remember it's citric acid, which is the thing that makes it sour, but that's 6% of the lemon. So that citric acid is what's going to break down the enamel on your teeth, but that citric acid is also contains lots of other elements around it, like huge vitamin C more than oranges, calcium, folate, vitamins, B5, 3, 1, 2. So that's a load of sort of more obscure B vitamins. Iron, magnesium, potassium. I know I'm leaving something out. Zinc, phosphorus, all those things that we need. So, and if you're eating the lemon and you've got some pulp in there, it's got sugars, but good kind. It's got carbohydrates. It's got certain amount of fats. It's got some protein to it. So what it's, are people doing to these lemons? So here's my, my first and favorite thing to do with lemons, of course, is the lemon juice in the morning story, which is, um, you know, first thing in the morning, you take a cup of hot water, not so hot that you're going, Ugh, I can't put that in my mouth, but nice warm to hot water that's easily drinkable, squeeze of lemon in it. Just take a half a lemon and squeeze it in there, eight ounce, six to eight ounces of water, and make that the very first thing you do. So, for example, in my morning routine, and we've talked about this so we know that I have um, any number of morning routines that I sort of can't live without at this point, those would be brody brushing and um, oil swishing and tongue scraping. So the way I proceed in the morning, for example, is I get up, I do a certain amount of sort of joint lubricating exercise whilst I do my oil pulling. So first thing, tablespoon of sesame oil goes in my mouth and I swish it around. And while I'm swishing, I do some joint lubrication, which is just some like hip swirls. I turn my ankles, I turn my wrists, I get my head and neck going. Um, I do some eye exercises all while I'm swishing. Then I spit that into the uh, garbage can, remember, not in your toilet or sink, and then I scrape my tongue, and then I swish around a little bit of water and spit it back into the sink, and then I drink my lemon juice with water, even before I brush my teeth. The next thing I do is brush my teeth. So I do that because the lemon juice with water has so many benefits. So it has that alkalinizing benefit. If people are constipated or have trouble with bowel movements first thing in the morning, it will get, it starts the peristalsis going just by virtue of being a warm water. But then the, the nutrient and other effects of the lemon juice just help get things going. So that's really important to know. And then I brush my teeth and do, you know, 12 other things that I do. But that right there is just, if you're not going to do anything else with lemons, there's something to do with lemons. So um, remember, it's a rich source of vitamin C. And vitamin C, of course, is, and the flavonoids in the lemon are a great immune-boosting cough and cold fighting viral, antiviral thing. So right there, you're getting digestive benefits and you're getting immunity benefits. Um, and so that alkalinizing factor also is restoring the body's pH. I didn't, you know, that's what we're talking about when we're talking about acid and alkaline. We're talking about pH balance. 
So those are the two main things that are happening, three main things, the digestive, the immunity, and the pH balancing. Um, I want to say something else about pH balance just to go back for a second. For a while there, and perhaps it still exists in some people's minds, there's a kind of fanaticism about the acid versus the alkaline. I don't want to spark that. That's one of those fads that just drives me nuts. You have, it has people testing their pee in the morning with little alkaline strips. Good for and to, to see what the balance in their body is. And this is just not a really reliable indicator of what's going on in your why? body from a health point of view. Yeah, I'm just curious. Why, why, why are, they, are, are they doing this as part of a regimen? Or are they part... Because the wisdom is you don't want your body to be too acidic because, as we said, it, it, it is an, a, a bad environment for in which things that we don't want can grow. So people, of course, take that miles out in the direction of... <gasps> Ah, so I literally have had clients who they step on the scale every day and obsess about their weight, and then they test their pee and obsess about their alkaline balance. Do you think that? I mean, I'm sure that they're doing other useful things, but could could, <laughs> could some of that energy be donated towards some of the massive um, um, pro- social problems or ills or others that maybe? I mean. Go it's, figure, right? It's, just, it's scary. It's frightening. Well, no, I mean, I just, I honestly, I miss that one because I, I don't think anyone would dare tell me. Just, just knowing, look, you know, we run a public radio station. There's <laughs> every minute there is an organization or something in dire need that is serving a purpose. You, you know, I mean, there's just simply not enough time to be in. In this small community, there's not enough time to focus on that to the exclusion of the other things. So I just, I'm just startled because I, no, no one's, no one's asked me about that, which now means probably that come, you know, right after this show airs, people make a point of saying, "Oh yes, I do that every morning." But the <laughs> no, I hope not. Um, Anyway, I, no, so, so I didn't realize you know, this was. I just a wanted to back thing. up and just right. say that because I know there's people out there who do obsess about these things, and I don't want any obsessing over anything. Um, I do want you to <clears throat> do incorporate you have a, some lemon. Yeah, be, but, and before we continue on lemon, do you have a strategy for uh, people who are predisposed to, you know, the, the obsessing gets in there? Well, no. I, the, 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 for me, as a practitioner and working with people, it's simply to remind them. And the minute I start to hear obsessive talk creeping into our conversations about practices they're going to do, I either eliminate the practice for a while just to ease that or have a, have a conversation and also take it in my file that next time I talk to them, I ask them, now, you're not worried about that, are you? So just to make sure, because people do. They get very obsessive about things. And now, I don't mind people obsessing about brushing their body every day because that is just all good all the time, unless you've got a rash and you're rubbing your skin raw with sandpaper, right. which people really don't tend to do. So I, I, the answer is you know, strategies for... Um, obsessive behavior. No, some people are just that way. And as a practitioner, it is my obligation and my job to identify people with that kind of a trait where, you know, the people where if you say, oh, have eight ounces of lemon juice, well, they'll be drinking eight ounces five times a day. And now we all know everything in moderation is the rule and it can't be good to drink that much lemon water. And it isn't. You don't need that much citric acid in your body. You don't need that much of anything. Anything has to offer. So everything in moderation 
including these cure-all, fabo, fabu, best things. And I think, uh, you know, at the risk of being repetitive, the most important, uh, the, the best example is people who are juicing kale to a fairly well. Oh, well, and we've talked about that. I know, but it's just, it's, it's, it's a good reminder for people who didn't hear us talk about it before that kale consumed in kale, that's one thing. Once you've juiced it and you're having it, I don't know how many times a day, it can wreak havoc on your thyroid. You know, it, it, it can create an imbalance as well. Of course. And, and that's a very serious imbalance because that's a thyroid imbalance. And that is people that think of themselves. And that's the thing here. <laughs> it's tricky because these people think of themselves as very, very healthy. Anyone that's going out of their way to juice or going out of their way to drink five glasses of lemon juice a day thinks of themselves as doing something extremely healthy for themselves. And so when they start to feel symptoms of illness, the last thing they will look at as the cause are these health-giving practices because I hear it all the time. But I thought that was good for me. And the answer is, it is. But not when you're having five glasses of kale juice a day without the fiber stripped of its other components. You know, it's, and that's it. So it's really, back to your question, it's a, it's a point of reminder. It's, it's a necessity for, and if you see a friend obsessing about any particular thing, just remind them that it can't be good to do too much of a good thing. Too much of a good thing is not a good thing. <laughs> too much of anything is not a good thing. But back to my lemon. Back to your lemons. Mm, mm, mm. So I want to remind you also <laughs> that it does stimulate and detoxify the liver because it helps uh, clarify the bile. So, you know, bile is what's produced by liver. It's what gives it poop its color. It's what creates our acidic ability, uh, again, that word, but our ability to digest, etc. So clarifying the liver is always a good thing. And that first little gobble of lemon juice in the morning helps dissolve uric acid, other poisons, and liquefy the bile. So keep the liver stimulated. Keep our natural detoxification system going. So again, this is a conversation of you don't need to be taking master cleanse, this detox, that detox. If you just keep your system operating fairly optimally on a regular basis. You're trying so to put these people out of business? I don't think that's kind. I'm not at all. Not at all. So, you know, if you want to think of it as anti-aging, okay, the vitamin C found in there, it neutralizes those free radicals and those are the things that cause wrinkles and aging and disease. And then, you know, might I suggest that we, um, and I mentioned, you know, it's antibacterial. There's some evidence that it, it fights intestinal worms if you've got things like that. So it's just going to strengthen, clean, cleanse, antiseptic, blah, blah, blah. Now, let's get to the skin. And, and we're not, I'm not even going to mention the many household uses, okay? If you want to make some household products yourself, which I have tried and thought, oh, just easier to buy <laughs> some of the good <laughs> ones out there, fine. You want to go the DIY route, lemon is fantastic for household stuff. But the area that I do like to go DIY, do it yourself, is with the face because there's some great things to do with lemons and it makes you feel so good. So like I, when I'm getting some mini breakouts, generally speaking, hormonal at my age or when clients have skin that looks a little congested, I recommend this kind of clearing, cooling, and brightening antibacterial paste whose basis is lemon because it does. It clears, it cools, it brightens. And when you've got acne going on, your face is unclear, it's clogged, and it's got too much heat. That's what creates the, the acne. So I take about, and this is just about, you can mix it up yourself, a tablespoon of honey, 
a tablespoon of lemon juice, a little bit like a quarter of a teaspoon of coconut oil. I mix it in there. If you have any sandalwood essential oil or a pinch of sandalwood powder, which is very cooling and lovely smelling. Um, and then I take a little bit of either chickpea flour or fine ground almond meal, or for those of us making almond milk, the refuse from the almond milk, and to thicken it. And if I have a little bit of rose water around, I stick that in there too for its cooling. But the basics are the honey, the lemon, a little bit of coconut oil, and something to thicken it up, chickpea flour or, or almond flour. And it makes a paste. And you can either use that as a cleanser, or you can stick it on there and let it sit for a while. And it's really lovely and wonderful. I love this. And just so you know, so you've got all that lemon benefits of brightening and lightening and clarifying and breaking up the yucky sebum stuck stuff in your skin. But the honey, this is the trick with honey, it releases hydrogen peroxide, which helps clear the bacteria that underlies a lot of acne. So that's just one of my little favorite DIY. And it's fun to do, and I do it with my kids sometimes, and, you know, it's just fun. And what's interesting um, is that same, I mean, not, not with the coconut oil, necessarily but when honey and lemon are the first things you use for they're the basis of any good toddy for a sore throat or anything like that right so it's just you, you and you, you can picture that the inflammation and the you know the the sore and how it would if it's beneficial for that internally why wouldn't it be beneficial for that externally i've always been a lemon freak so I'm sitting here listening, going, yes, I don't necessarily um, ingest them with as much frequency. Although I love, love, love uh, citron, uh, citron fraise. So, um, you know, it's just, it's just always been, I like lemons. But I, I realize that not everybody has that natural affinity towards them. <laughs> exactly. Well, I suggest everybody make one. And you know what? I was just um, away in... Cartagena in Colombia, and I, um, on the street, they have lime juice, which is actually key limes, but you can do it with lemons as well. You know, they just stick the whole thing in there. They stick the whole lime or lemon, and with lemons, I don't recommend every lemon you stick the whole thing in, but when you stick that little bit of rind and peel and all that other stuff, you're getting many more nutrients, and they grind that up, and then they strain it, and that's the lemonade they serve to you. With a little, you'd make a little simple syrup out of an organic sugar, and that's just a good drink for kids. And then you stick it in with half a, you know, with some seltzer water or just a, uh, some extra water. You've got what in Paris they will call a citron pressé. In Cartagena, it's the you know limonada. But it's a really great, refreshing, lovely drink. So again, I don't want everybody drinking gallons and gallons of all this, but that is a really fun, good drink. And my really favorite thing to do with that is to add some watermelon juice. So half and half, watermelon juice, lemon aid. Oh, this is very yummy and very cooling to the system. And we can talk about that again in the summer when everyone's hot. Something to look forward to. <laughs> At the moment, let's just leave it alone. At the moment, yeah, as they let's say, go. let's not go there. Let's not go there, but right. But a lot of people I know have gone away to warmer climates and, and come back and been just, just scraped by the by, by the cold. And what's so interesting is most of the country was not 
as cold as the northeast and northern climes were this particular winter. So it's it's funny because everyone, I mean, not necessarily funny, haha, but there's there's a lot of extreme going on. People who are used to, I have a friend right now who is out in Santa Barbara. She said 89, not acceptable. Right. Um, hot, hot, hot. It's either hot, 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 hot. or cold, 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 exactly. Yeah. But cool. anyway, when, when, when it does become a little less, a uh, little more hospitable out there, um, here, <laughs> we can definitely talk about lemons and fun things for cooling. Yes, um, do we you, can. Do you... Um, yeah, and can I just remind you that right now, at this time of year, remember it's spring, we do not want to be cooling down the system per se. We don't want to be drinking icy drinks and having no iced tea, no ice cream, none of those things, because remember, we gooey, want gooey. things to liquefy and move out. We do not want to constrict and make things. When you make something cold, what does it do? It constricts and it holds on. No, we want to warm things up and liquefy so that you remove the winter toxins and fat buildup out of your body. So how does that work with the lemons? It, you're having warm lemon juice in the morning, aren't you? <laughs> or hot lemon water after your dinner. Okay. And there are people who have used that as a di- uh, digestif for many years. Yes. Uh, I prefer d- ginger myself, but yes. Yeah, or are you a lemon ginger person or no? No, I'm a pure ginger after dinner. Okay. I make a ginger tea, and that is what I have. It, it's calming, cooling, digestive, anti-inflammatory, all those other good things. And, and you can mix them, and you can put honey in it if you got a cold. These are like, if I really got three things to be on a desert no, island. No, 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 you're only allowed one, but I have a quick no, question. No, I want all three. Yeah, what's your quick question? Um, your children, who, are, who, who, who uh, range in age, H- how many of them have adopted any of these? Oh, my older children understand now. Right. I, they call me and say things like, oh, I get it. This is really good because they're in their 20s. You know, yeah. little ones. Are we're, we're not talking about the little now. ones. We're talking about the older ones. Yeah, no, the older ones. It's all, you know, it's all the laboratory of your own body. So once, for example, one of my older sons got the picture because he was feeling all gunky and clogged and blech, and so I gave him a couple of things to do, including this warm lemon. And he was like, oh, this really made a difference. So once he felt that in his own body, because he was desperate, <laughs> then it became a habit for him because he, he saw the benefits. So sometimes it's just a question of give it a try for a week, see how it feels, especially if you've got digestive troubles, because that's where you'll see it really clearly. Or if you wake up with a lot of white coating on your tongue, which is an indication of your um, stomach not digesting as well as it might. So, you know laboratory of your own body experience my favorite quote of the week right. it was I- isaac dennison remember baroness sure. karen blixen yeah. out of africa so I, I found this quote of hers the cure for anything is salt water sweat tears or the sea so i thought well failing lemons i love that quote so she's saying the cure for anything that ails you is either sweat it out cry it out or just take a dip in the sea <laughs> Thank you very much, Lisa Headley, Ayurvedic practitioner, founder of the Mayflower Spa, Lisa Headley's strategies for dealing with stress. Lisa can also be found at lahlife.com. Thank you.